You are listening to episode 66 of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hello, friend. I want to share something with you today, something that I see as a differentiator between work and life that's simply lived and, as I describe it, being played full out. It has to do with the power of your intuition and when it talks, whether you believe it. What are you doing? These were four words I vividly recall being asked by a respected leader at the company I worked for in my early corporate years. And my heart sank as I looked at him because I knew someone had obviously told him I had requested to leave my position on the front line that I'd worked hard to rise into for many years and to move into a position in HR. And I could tell he was not only irritated, but he thought I was crazy. That moving from an elite frontline position, which had taken time to both rise into and convince management to move me into one where I was serving high-end clients and then moving into HR was not how the experts saw nor would advise my career trajectory. So it was clear he thought I'd lost my mind. And as he said these words to me, I recall thinking to myself, what if my gut instead of what he and I'm sure others were saying is wrong? What if I was messing up my career and my life for good, my future? And while the logical part of my mind wondered if he was right, deep down inside, I felt there was this overwhelming gut instinct that he was the one that was wrong, that I was made to start my own business in a new and unheard of career that was loosely titled life coaching. And I was making this decision to make the transfer in which I couldn't really explain to him into HR, which would, I thought, help allow me to spend some time complimenting and building some strengths over there that would eventually support where I was headed. In the practical world, I knew it wasn't all logical, but my gut told me I was headed in my right direction. And as I considered what he said to me, it struck me that for the first time, I was probably looking at things and listening or believing my gut. Because for most of my life growing up, I'd always done the responsible right things in the right order. I'd spent years hitting the markers I thought I was supposed to. I spent years listening probably to someone else's gut. I was unfulfilled and I was tired of listening to what others thought was best. And so I knew at this time that I was at a crossroads where I had to listen and believe my gut. What I'm saying to you is that I know what it feels like to hesitate to go after your dream or to go after what it is that you want or are called to at this time. Maybe you know exactly what lever to hit and it's been calling you for some time. Or maybe you don't, but you just know that there's something else that 
you, if you tuned in, you would hear it. You're in a place right now where you must decide if you're going to ignore it or you're going to pursue. My gut told me I wasn't the only one who was sick and tired of doing what looked good, even if it went against my instincts. And I sensed others were also quietly tired, that there was a need for men and women in mid-career and beyond to think bigger about who they are and to amplify their strengths and their impact, but that there was this even greater part of me that saw a need to shift the culture and its approach to success and happiness and business and leadership and what it taught. It's one thing I knew for me to have a dream, and I knew it was another thing for me to actually do it. And it's the same for you. We can all hear and know that something else is calling us, but once it comes to us, that intuitive hit, do we believe it? Every day I receive emails or calls from people saying, you know, like one I just received yesterday, which literally read, I've been doing the responsible things, all the right things for a while, but now it's not making a difference, you know? And there is another lever that I want to hit. I don't know what it is, but I need and I want to identify it. So I knew deep down for me that that man was wrong and well-intended. He just wanted to protect me, to help me play safe, play small. But I also knew I had to listen to myself, my instincts, and what I later and now call my intuition. I knew that I had a life that I wanted to love and one where I would use my gifts that really mattered to me and that would hopefully eventually matter to someone else. One of the biggest mistakes that I see to playing a life that's fully lived is to take someone else's playbook of what they think is right or their timeline into make it your own. And then the next biggest mistake that I see is letting anyone else's doubts about you or your dream turn into doubt in your own head. Being able to tune into your intuition and then believing it when you get it, it's like this gift, that's your superpower. You've used your intuition many times before. You and I both know that without knowing it. And sometimes you might know it. You might be able to access it easily and you've believed it when it's talked. The opportunity is for you to get tuned into it and go to it first as your roadmap or your GPS to experience the work in life that you really want to live. The question I know many are asking themselves right now is, what have I come to do with my life? Am I on track for this next phase? Am I answering the call? Am I picking it up? Am I listening? Am I believing it? When it's when the telephone call comes in, Once you make the decision to trust or believe it, when it talks, you have to decide if you're going to ignore it or pursue it. You know it's on right course when it excites you or it makes you feel enthusiastic. So notice how you feel. That will be an incredible indicator. Recently, I was challenging a man to think bigger about what he was bringing to his workplace. And he asked me, well, what do you do when you've had some of those old battle wounds that, or scars, you know, that keep you in the lane of being practical and limit your thinking or limit you from dreaming or bigger, you know, or aspiring. The one thing I would say is decide I'm not going to be limited by my scars. And is it okay 
for me to get to the end of my life and feel that and look back and say, I was limited by what others had informed me of. When you hear yourself saying, my ideal is this, but my reality is this, know that you are being limited by your scars or that you're playing small. And that is absolutely okay if you're at peace with that. If you're not, you have to put forth the energy and get the support that you need to change it. Because the name of the game, where we are our most authentic, real, and best selves is being at peace. You don't have to change anything if you can get to peace with that. But if that inkling, that gut, if it would have been more painful for me to stay than it would be for and, and, and listen to another person's playbook or their intuition versus my own, then I know it's my time to listen to my own. Yeah? I was never going to be at peace is what I got to. I love reading the real stories of people, the stories behind the stories, because a lot of times I hear people say, you know, though there it's easier for people who are always successful that, you know, they're just going to have, they're likely to have another success. And I think that's a real disservice and it's a lie. It's an illusion that we live in that some people have success all the time. They always hit it. For anyone to have success, it means that they have had to fail many times before. No one hits the lotto every single time, right? So I was reading the story of Jamie Kern Lima. You may never have heard of her. I had not. It just so happens that she's this young woman who created a makeup line. And she did it because she was personally challenged to find a product to cover her rosacea on her face, which is like a sunburn. And she described how she and her husband were down to their last thousand dollars after they'd manufactured the product and, and had gone out on QVC, I think a few times to try to get it sold. She had so many no's and rejections. Oh, it would have made your head spin. Not only were the, these just rejections, they were very personal. One of them said that she was too heavy or nobody's going to make buy makeup from someone who has your body. Holy guac. I mean, those, that's the, the no's and rejections were deep. They were personal, but she continued to listen to her voice within her gut tell her that she is meant to do this. And as a result, fast forward through all of the struggles and tribulations that she describes is that she sold her business to L'Oreal on the biggest brand industry deal for $1.2 billion. And she writes her story to share her struggles so nobody believes or tells themselves it just happened. I have something for you. If you don't know what your purpose is or what you're being called to or what you're meant to bring to the world, something that I think has been extremely helpful is noticing and paying attention to your struggles because they actually can inform your purpose. They're, they are often the parts of your life or the stories that you don't want to remember or that you want to forget because they're so painful. But when you consider them as moments that you've been strong enough to overcome or endure or even be victorious over, they are oftentimes the things that you are called to bring to the world. They are the things to support and serve others by making their journey less painful and perhaps moving through that pain more quickly. In my experience, there's always purpose in the pain and it can be used. So I often look at what is there that is so personal or even painful that can be transformed 
into something beautiful. And know that whenever you may be stuck and wherever you are stuck right now, that that doesn't indicate where you're going in the future, right? Don't let anyone else's doubts about you either or your dream turn into doubt in your own head. Don't let others inform you. Specifically tune in. Listen to your intuition talking and believe it. And then don't let the practical rule your life. Do you know how many countless dreams, I would say, have come true that were not practical? Every single day, I hear the illogical occurs. You're not going to believe this. If I had a dime for every, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. Absolutely, I believe it. The illogical occurs when we do one of two things. We do actually both things. First of all, we have a willingness to listen to our intuition talk and believe it when it talks. And then secondly, to take the next action. You can't see the whole staircase. It is about taking the next action. Two simple steps. Listen to your intuition. Tune in when it talks and believe it. And then take the next action. We must be able to listen to our instincts and specifically to put ourselves in spaces to hear it because it, it can come, but it doesn't often come as I've said at your desk. I often leave my office. I know I must, you know, to, in order to hear it. What works for me specifically is putting my noise cancellation headphones on, getting quiet, saying what I'm thankful for because that puts me into a different frequency of gratitude asking a question that I want an answer to. I carry a pen and paper everywhere. I listen to it talk. I believe it when it talks. I've trusted it. Once you start to build a relationship with your intuition, you'll go there first as opposed to second. Never am I anywhere without a pen to capture what it's also saying to me. And it isn't like Moses coming down from a mountain. It's whispers. It's subtle. You've got to be able to to catch it. Things that get in the way of hearing and listening to our gut are our past mistakes, our self-doubt, other people's opinions, things in the past. These can cloud you from hearing your intuition. But when you're aware of them and you can make the distinction between the gut and your head, then you can get better at tuning into it and making the distinction between it. One's going to feel very contracting. I've got to do it this way. I got to follow this. This is the practical real. And then your intuition is going to, you're going to feel enthusiastic about it. It's going to be exciting to you. I recognize that when you are able to actually talk on it, sometimes that means talk to yourself, you are much more clear. You get the, the yapping dog. It gets to talk itself through. You could say things like, I am good at this. This is what I know for sure. This is where I see that I am blocked. So this is where we're headed. Remember, again, that you're not your past. You're not the hurts. You're not the mistakes. One of my favorite quotes is from the late Debbie Ford. You would never go into yesterday's garbage to make tonight's dinner. So don't go into yesterday's past scars, battle wounds, mistakes to make today or your future, right? Don't don't go into your trash to make an amazing aspirational future. Make a decision and move forward. That's the second piece to this. Make your best decision and move forward. Brene Brown was interviewing Barack Obama and 
I believe he was citing Stephen Covey when he said, a good leader makes a decision when there's no good decision to make and follows it. So I'm not saying that there's not a good decision to make. I think when you say not a good decision to make, I think that's referring to, well, a tough decision or one that's just uncertain. You know, we cannot know for sure which decision is going to give us a specific outcome, but we do know that when we take action, we'll get more information of whether the direction is one that will take a different, you know, a different course from there or not. So changing our viewpoint on making a decision, which is there's an entire episode on that is, which is a good one that you can go back into the files to get. But what I really encourage is, is make a decision and take the next right action. You know, three years after my interaction, maybe it was two and a half with that senior leader, I faced the same looks again when I announced I'd be resigning to go out on my own. And again, I still knew it wasn't practical, but it was my dream. And I can tell you that making the decision to trust my gut when my future was on the line opened a life better than I had ever planned or imagined. And that by listening to my intuition, by believing it when it talked, that I had to do this, I had to at least attempt it. I have created a business in life that I love. And two decades later, I can't imagine if I hadn't. I have met so many interesting and inspiring people. I've watched them build and create things that are changing their own worlds. They are changing their world, the world. And they all did this themselves as well by listening to their voice within, listening to their real authentic life that they're meant and called to be living. My challenge then for you, the action that I'd like you to take this week is to create the space to ask the question and then listen for the answer. What is calling me? What's been whispering? It may be subtle or it may be screaming at you, maybe overwhelming. It comes in all different ways for different people, but you will again, recognize it by being exciting or you're enthusiastic when you think about it, or you have a calm knowing it, regardless, it's going to expand you. Listen to it when it talks, believe it when it talks, commit to have faith over fear. Your intuition is more powerful than anyone else's advice. A quote I came across recently that I really liked is, you didn't come this far to only come this far. It's anonymous. Again, you didn't come this far only to come this far. There is something big that is being beckoned from you. Right now, at this time, you are needed. The talents, the gifts, the big idea you have, the impact, the initiative, whatever has come to you, has come to you for you to share. So there's a reason it's come to you for which you might not be able to see the whole knowing or why, but it's calling you nonetheless. You're being called. You know you're being called when you can't let it go. And then it returns as something that you know deep down that you have the unique ability to deliver. And maybe that's because of your past experiences, the painful experiences even. It wouldn't come to you if it wasn't meant for you. So when your intuition talks, believe it. 
I look forward to seeing what you'll create and the lives that you'll change when you begin to simply believe in your intuition and what it has to say when it talks. Have a really delightful week, and I will be back with you in the same place next week. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. 